Hi, I'm Joey, and this is We Love College Water Ski, the podcast series where I'm going to talk to every collegiate ski team in the country. This week, my guests are Jacob Murphy and Drew Phelan from Michigan State University. Do you guys want to say hi? Go ahead, Murph. How's it going, everyone? Uh, Just a little bit about myself. My name is Jacob Murphy. I'm a senior. Uh, This is my last season here at the MSU Water Ski team. I'm one of the co-captains. And uh, really excited to be on with you guys. Uh, what's up, guys? My name is Drew Phelan. I'm the president of the water ski team here at Michigan State. And I'm also a junior. I got one more year in me. And I'm um, looking forward to next year and being on COVID. Cool. Uh, so how long have both of you guys been skiing? Um, for myself, I have been uh, skiing at my family's cottage uh, ever since I was like 10 years old. Um, never skied uh behind like a real ski boat or behind a or skied on a course or anything like that so when i came to college uh it was definitely one of my goals to uh you know try and find somewhere where i could you know take water skiing to the next level and luckily i stumbled across uh i miss you water skiing was able to you know get into all three events and um you know really develop my water skiing career into what it is today I grew up um, living on a lake and on the west side of Michigan and uh, never really like kind of got in the water skiing, always wakeboarded and wake surfed and did all the rest of it. But then um, found this cool club at um, the like at the beginning of the year, Michigan State hosts this thing called participation where all the clubs go to this big open field and do recruiting. And I saw a cool ski boat with a bunch of People were very welcoming and came to the first event and signed up and paid dues at the first event. And the rest is history. Cool. And what can you guys tell me about uh, what it's like to ski for MSU? Um, I would say one thing is it's definitely like a family environment. Um, much off the water, we do on water and in the water a lot. So, like, when it's when you first get to MSU in the fall, you usually have a couple of meetings, you get to know people. We bring in a lot of recruits usually. And then um, it all depends on if people, we usually get the numbers thinned down by the first couple of weeks. And we have um, a nice tournament season. And then by the end of that, um, after all the social events, you're usually pretty tired and ready to take a break for the winter. Cool. And what's your guys' practice situation like? So right now, um, we practice, our main practice site is 10 minutes off campus. We practice on the Grand River, um, and we have our uh, water ski course there um, and our own boat, our own lift. So that's where we do the majority of our practicing. We don't have a ski jump there, but um, we're close with some, uh, some water ski club owners and stuff, so we're able to uh, occasionally get on to uh, – uh specific ski lake and do some jump practice there as well but all of our uh slalom and tricking is done on the grand river and it's a great spot because you know only a, a 10 minute drive um you were very lucky where we can get you know a set in right in between classes uh if it's a nice day and stuff like that so it's really easy for uh all of our teammates to get out on the water as much as possible cool and then so i know you guys bought a boat recently you guys want to talk about uh, what that went how that went yeah, so this is actually before um, Murph and I joined the team. We bought a boat in um, the winter of 2018. It's a 1995 Ski Knot T. 
and um, it's been a great boat for us so far. It's got great wigs. Uh, we have perfect pass with Stargazer, so it's got um, it's got a new engine rebuild, so it does the job for us. Um, it gets the job done for right now, but we've been fundraising like crazy. Hopefully, doing kind of the um, the build, the buy, and then keep it at the same level while you save your money and then buy a better boat. So just working our way up the chain, hopefully, in terms of boats. Cool. And then do you know if there's any timeline for, like, flipping the boat, or is it just in the future? Um, hopefully within the next maybe two to three years. Um, we're doing well financially. We're doing well in terms of, like, our saving and fundraising, and we're really, like, thankful for all of our, like, um, major alumni and, like, our document fundraisers are probably – are massive. Um, we love doing that, and our alumni love when we come take out their docs and love for them. So that's a huge fundraiser for us. Nice. But it's been hard for us on fundraising on campus during like times like COVID and this. Oh, I'm sure. But, yeah. So is doing docs your main fundraiser? We're always we're always doing like small fundraisers that can bring in like up a couple hundred bucks or something. But docs and lifts, yeah, but like that's our big polar. Nice. And, like, we're always trying to grow that. I know I've always found that, like, the small fundraisers are the things that, like, are the backbone of a lot of teams. So what kind of yeah. things do you guys do for, like, smaller scale? You know, we really tried to get creative. We've tried to get creative in these past uh, couple of years trying to find, you know, new ways. If it's things like uh, uh, this past fall we made masks and, you know, custom MSU water ski masks to try and sell to uh, our teammates and our alumni um doing things like pop can drives um local restaurant fundraisers where we you know draw business to the restaurant we get a cut of their profit stuff like that so um yeah all these so we've really been trying to you know diversify all the different ways we can make you know small amounts of money and you know just multiply that and see if we can you know every every dollar counts so we're always trying to come up with something new cool yeah i know I'm kind of surprised that restaurants are like near the top of your things. I know a lot of teams like struggle because ski teams tend to be a little smaller than what you work mm -hmm. your restaurants. So. Yeah, a lot of it just comes down to like, you know, finding the right restaurants where there is, you know, already a lot of business and then we can target those customers, you know, and give them the, give them the flyer so we can uh, get as much money from their purchase as possible. Nice. And then... So one of the big reasons why I wanted to talk to you guys is that uh, MSU has a pretty good history of being super spirited at tournaments. And so I just want to know, like, how you guys, like, can keep that going. I think probably the biggest thing is, like, when we do, like, so our, our executive board, the way we run it is we have a president, vice president, men's captain, women's captain, treasurer, PR, and then site manager. So it's essentially it's seven positions, but like the way we keep the spirit up is essentially in having the men's and women's captain positions separated from the president and vice president roles because the president and vice president do more logistical stuff in terms of like managing team assets and finances. But the men's captain, women's captain are fully focused, focused on um, spirit skiing and team performance. So like it keeps everything separated and keeps just like has two positions that solely focus on that. Cool. And then I know were either of you guys involved with the HO contests that you guys won? Uh, I think two years ago. Yeah, I actually was. Cool. Yeah, so it was a lot. 
Go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to ask you, like, what went into that? So I actually did it with an old friend, Dean Simonelli. He was on the team a few years back, and he's very good with video editing. So there's actually a lot of work in terms of gathering, like, film and stuff. He had a drone footage that he all had to put together. And um, I think he had, we had him on the team for two years, and we won that two years in a row. And um, he kind of showed me what went into that, and I was able to help him out with filming and stuff. But he probably spent most of his days when he wasn't skiing at tournaments filming people and taking cool shots, like getting out there early in the morning to get the early shots and stuff. And then like making sure that I would get clips of like the social aspects or like team events and stuff to really kind of bring things together. Cool. And then have you guys kept up with uh, all the media after he's got, after he's left? Yeah, we've tried our best to. That's probably the hardest part um, is social media, finding people who are really good with that in terms of, because that's the best way to advertise nowadays. So I think that's been our hardest challenge is finding people who are good with video editing and social media to keep our social media up. But I think we've done a good job. With nice. That. nice. And then uh, do you guys have like specific MSU traditions you'd want to talk about? Um, you know, as far as when we're when we're at tournaments, um, we have uh, our signature dock send-offs uh, for every skier, which is always great to, you know, go in the water, you know, with your whole team cheering you on. And it's always, you know, great to be in a, a good mindset for that. But, you know, when um, when the nighttime comes around, MSU also has their their fun traditions that, you know, we always like to, to get into and, you know, get us ready for a, a fun night. So, um there's a, there's a lot of great things that come along with being an MSU water skier, that's for sure. I think we could give them one example of uh, Spartan blood. Um, it's, it's called, we use a green apple pucker and we put a flashlight under it so it lights up green. And then we stand in a circle and sing our school's, national, our school's anthem and pass the fifth round. That's and cool. then it finished, yeah, it finishes with the captains and e-board, it's cool. Cool. And yeah. then... Oh, so with signature cheers, is that like an MSU cheer or does everyone get their own signature cheers? Uh, we do it just just uh, for the whole team. So every every skier goes in and we'll just chant go green, go white, uh, which is, you know, the, the classic MSU cheer for, for any sporting event. So um, it's pretty cool. You know, we, we love it. And then, you know, uh, depending on the, the individual skier, there's obviously maybe a couple uh, – references or, or chants that go along when, when they're in the water as well. Cool. And then, oh, what's your guys' tournament season like? So I guess our main, so we start off with kind of like a scrimmage um, with U of M. It's called um, U of M MSU Head-to-Head. -head. Um, it's, it's either at Tivoli Gardens or Forest Lake in Michigan. And it's basically just a scrimmage to get all of our new recruits out there and get have them see if they haven't skied before, have them see a ski course and what if like what a tournament day would look like. So slalom, trick, jump, get everyone who wants to hit the ramp for the first time there to kind of have a first opportunity to hit the ramp before and before a tournament opportunity. But previous to that, we have to them ride jumpers on the river. So just to try to do things safely with that, because we've had a lot of people get hurt jumping in the past. Yeah. But then yeah. Then we have Allen Tucky Water Bowl, which is hosted by Grand Valley, and that's over on the west side of the state. It's an awesome tournament. Highly recommend a lot of teams going to that. And then we, we host our own tournament, Spartan Rip Fest, at My Forest Lake in South Haven, Michigan. And that's probably, I think that would be what all of our members would say is their favorite tournament 
next to nationals and regionals would be that tournament just because of um, the nightlife environment but also the skiing environment it's a beautiful site it's a new ski site and it's gorgeous probably the best site in michigan and then we have um conferences obviously and um where's that again where's that at again What's uh, the name of that place? yeah yeah van work and then we have regionals and then all things go considered going well hopefully nationals cool so um, what's goes into the head-to-head -head? is that like an actual tournament or is it just something where you guys keep track of scores the head-to-head the -head is technically considered just uh, a sanctioned practice between the two teams. So we, we there's no winner or loser, per se, uh, on head-to-head. -head. Uh, it's just an opportunity for us to get all of our skiers on the water on a, uh, you know, dialed-in ski course and a, you know, ski ramp, and we can pull all three events in one day. Uh, it's a great way, you know, for just like a, you know, pre-season pre -season event. Cool. Nice. And then... Uh, with that, do you guys have cameras on for jump or is it just like go over, hope you land? It's just, yeah, there's no camera on. So it's just, it's fully, so fully focused on coaching and like teaching people how to hit the ramp safely and stuff. It's amazing. I feel like if, if teams have like proximity to each other, every team should be doing something like that. Like, yeah. And like, we partnered a lot with Grand Valley too. Like they have, um. They're friends with the site on the west side of the state. So I know I personally have gone over and skied with them. Like, that's what I love about, like, the Michigan water ski teams is we're all very close. Mm -hmm. um, we all we all visit each other's campuses in the off-season. They come to our Halloween party. We go to their day party. Like, we have a lot of fun with all their teams in Michigan. Cool. Yeah. And I remember I looked at the, like, NCWSA map uh, a couple months ago. I noticed the uh michigan in general i think in like i forget what's but there's like three teams within a mile of each other which would be insane for me yeah yeah yeah, yeah it's very nice because we're smack dab in the middle of michigan and grand valley so mm -hmm. um grand valley is an hour west and then michigan's an hour east so it's cool. perfect for us yeah especially because if you're in the middle i imagine you guys are the ones who don't have to travel yeah, we usually get the most traffic through here by those two teams, so nice. that's yeah. a good thing. And then, how long has Ripfest been going on? Um, I don't have a I don't have a, a specific date for you, but it's been going on for a long time. As a matter of fact, I guess the, at least the tournament years. the tournament used to be held um, at the Grand River where we practice now. Mm -hmm. So, um, and it was you know pretty sweet because everyone would just kind of line up along the river watch the tournament there used to be a jump on the river as well but you know as permits got lost and you know one thing came into another um we're just using the grand river for practicing now and we hold the tournament at a uh, legitimate ski lake so uh it's definitely been going on for a long time and you know we're happy that we can continue to uh keep the tournament going it's a great fundraiser and a great opportunity for us to host our own uh specific tournament yeah it's become a great tradition that everyone looks forward to so how can you guys turn a tournament into a fundraiser? Because I know when I've hosted tournaments before, we're lucky to break even. So our biggest thing with that is our tournament apparel. We've gotten really lucky and have had some great like design students come through our come through our team and made some awesome logos for us, and partnered up with some good apparel companies that can give us give us good deals on product, and then we don't have to sell them for that expensive either. So we can just 
we can like on average at Ripfest, we sell, I think, 80, 80 t shirts and 40 sweatshirts wow. in a day. And that, like, Ripfest was one day this past year and we sold, we sold out all of our apparel and had none left over. Cool. And the best part about that is like, you see people repping your apparel outside of Ripfest then all year. And then that attracts more attention to it because they're repping it when they're meeting their new teammates and recruiting and they're like, oh crap, I want to go to Ripfest. Everyone has that shirt. So it just, it brings back people every year. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, I know. Uh, did you guys, was Ripfest part of like social distance ski? Do you guys still do that this year? Not like Michigan yes, State, was, yeah. but it was held yeah. this year. That's yeah, it was an AWSA sanctioned tournament this year. Yeah. I remember I looked real hard into trying to go, but just because I had heard about all, how awesome it was, but then I ended up being super busy that weekend. Yeah, I mean, we have an awesome, we actually just got this new site. It's an awesome site. We're definitely open to any teams in the Midwest trying to get into this tournament, mm-hmm. as long as it's okay with the MWSA and figuring that out. Nice. And then, yeah. so that seems like a good little segue. Uh, how'd you guys deal with COVID this past off season? Um, you know, it was definitely... Uh, hard to adjust. Um, we definitely tried to take things very slow, very uh, safely. So um, ever since it hit, all of our in-person meetings turned to Zoom meetings. Um, as a matter of fact, we we have a uh, MSU holds a big spring um, registration organizations yeah. events to go uh, try and recruit new members, and that's all being held on Zoom now. So we're getting ready for that coming up here in a couple of days. Um, in terms of uh, skiing on the river, we just made sure that, um, you know, masks were always being worn. Um, we were being, you know, as safe as possible. Um, and we were making sure that we were following all the rules with, you know, East Lansing and Lansing um, to make sure that everyone was being safe. Luckily, we were able to, um, you know, because we, we owned our boat and um, we were able to go out and ski and uh, still get some practicing in and, um prepare for the AWSA tournaments that we did ski. So we definitely didn't make the best of the season. Um, definitely not what we wanted uh, to do this year, but, you know, we still got a lot of skiers on the water, which was great. Great. I think the coolest thing about our club, just to add one, one thing more that really gives us flexibility and gave us flexibility in this times with COVID is the fact that we're a registered student organization and not a club sport. So the difference between that is because with a club sport, you have a lot more um, restrictions by the university. Like our club sports weren't allowed to go anywhere this year or do anything. But because we are an RSO, we were allowed to go to anything, any outdoor event with 100 people or less. And we were allowed to still practice and stuff. So that really gave us a lot of freedom to still like give our members their like their seeing experience, even if it wasn't a full fall season. Nice. And were you guys able to recruit like a decent amount for this uh, in this past fall? It was definitely down, but yeah, we still pulled in. We still pulled in good numbers. Nice. It's just hard because all of our freshmen are off can- off campus, oh, so sure. like we're not. They're just coming in now, so like we're gonna kind of start to meet our freshmen this spring. Oh, that's that's cool. Yeah. Do you guys have anything planned for like when you get to actually meet your freshmen? Um. Well. Non-COVID, we every week we have team bonding, which is called shenanigans for us. It's every Wednesday night. So we get together, play all kinds of games. Um, usually it's outdoors in the fall. We have yard games out and everything, speakers out. 
cool kind of like neighborhood dance party and stuff like that. But um, because of COVID, we've been hosting like I think we we hosted a couple of shenanigans like online and stuff and through COVID and played games over the computer and stuff. So like been doing that, but hopefully we'll be able to get them over like to our ski house in small groups mm-hmm. with masks on and stuff and be able to meet people. Cool. And then yeah. uh, do you guys have plans for as the spring season hopefully starts out? Um, so our boat won't go into April, but yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Mer, sorry. Once it, yeah. Um, usually we'll, usually we take a, uh, spring break trip down to Bennett's for a week. Um, unfortunately, uh, our university canceled our spring break. So it looks like that trip is not going to happen this year. Um, but, um, still we're just going to, you know, wait around in Michigan until it warms up, you know, just enough to put our boat in and then we'll get in the water. But um, that's not going to be for a couple months. Mm-hmm. We like to get together and play a lot of ice hockey in the winter. There's a lot of ice rinks around here, so cool. it's a lot of fun. So kind of everyone gets all sad and like mopey when they're inside for the winter. So we like to get outside and still be able to do team bonding. Cool. So you guys should hit up OSU. I know they have like I think they won their intramural league uh, a couple years ago. So I'm sure they're still big into ice hockey. Yeah, yeah, that'd be fun. Mind you, I'm sure they were in the like. I know a lot of schools like tier it. I'm sure they're in the lowest tier, but they won, which is fun. Oh yeah, yeah, Yeah. it's gotta be fun. Then, so I have just two more questions. First one is, what's been your favorite part about skiing collegiately? Do you want to go first, Um, man? Sure, I would say my favorite part about being on the team so far has just been, you know, the, the, the friends that I've got to know and all the memories that I've made. Um, I don't think it, it would have been possible, you know, getting as close with all these people, just being in, you know, really any other club uh, at Michigan State. Uh, I think the water ski team has something special just being around each other so much. It's not the biggest club uh, at the school, but, you know, with that comes along uh, all the more camaraderie and close relationships that you build with uh, your teammates throughout all the tournaments, the road trips, uh, all the trips we've taken, you know, I've definitely made, uh, memories that I'll never forget and friends that, you know, I'll have for the rest of my life. So very happy that, you know, I ended up joining the team. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'd say same thing, definitely the, the camaraderie and the, the moreover even so the camaraderie of water skiing it's definitely like a it's a family family oriented community like i know it may have have kind of a college spin for us collegiate water skiing but i love the water ski community and like loved getting to know them and getting to be a part of it and growing as a leader in that role and being able to branch out and meet other teams in the midwest has probably been the coolest thing for me along with establishing connections throughout my own teammates cool and then my last question is, do you guys have any specific on-the-water memory that's your favorite? Um, specific on-the-water memory uh, would probably be – would probably be um, last season at Van Wert when I skied at, like, 2 a.m. It was uh, pretty awesome to ski under the lights. Um and uh, I had a great slalom pass, so I was I was re- really amped up to go uh, into the next morning and ski. But you know, never skiing at night like that, and you know, at a site like Van Wert, it was it was a pretty awesome experience. Cool. Yeah, 
I would say probably mine is taking a sunset jump set at Swerves, at Swerve, and that was probably like the coolest, by far the coolest jump videos I have, is um, sunset jumping, and then um, the other one is seeing um, butts for the first time on the side of the lake. Like I, I was like, what the heck is everyone doing? Like it makes no sense, but it's pretty funny and cool. Cool. Yeah, honestly, I've done like almost 15 of these so far. You're the first person to mention buds. For anyone watching, <laughs> but it's like people moon skiers all the time. Like at least a few times every like round of skiing and no one's mentioned it. Yeah, it, <laughs> it just becomes so normal. It's been very funny over the years to see like the freshmen be like, what the heck is going on every time that happens for the first time. But it... It's cool because everyone gets so excited for each other and has like kind of crafty ways to get each other excited and laugh. Nice. So that's my last question. Do you guys have anything else you want to like talk about or add before I stop recording? Um, I would say if I had to give a piece of advice to any club out there, I would say make connections with the judges and officials and your private ski lake owners. That's been our biggest keys to success and will be our biggest keys to success, success for the future and fundraise the crap out of everything. And treat everything like a fundraiser. Advertise yourself always. Cool. Uh, Jake? I've got nothing to add. Thanks for uh, having us on, Joey. This has been a blast. Great. Yeah, this is awesome. It's cool that you're doing this. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. And thank you to everybody who stayed, who stayed on this long. So, bye, guys. See you next week.